Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everyone. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later. Hi everyone, Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Link Sandblom, Cinder Saraidi, Retro Seamstress, Nick Mikolate, Tasha, M Sharky 3, Alex K, Brianne A, Ashley Cherchere, Emilia Williamson, Catherine White, Ames Me, Hannah Laplante, C, Britt and Astrid, Juicy Sushi, Ferrin, Dean Winchester, Jessica Wells, Molly W. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash Rusty Quill and take a look at our rewards. Welcome to the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I am your host, Helen Gould, and with me today I have... Alex Newell. Lydia Nicholas. Bryn Monroe. Frank Voss. Yay! <laughs> Tell us about yourself, Frank. I'm the human personification of 30 years of regret. <laughs> <laughs> Bald over there! Not, I play this character, not yeah. this is where you can find me. Uh, wow! This yeah, is I, the I, Halloween yeah. episode, everybody! <laughs> Are you three lions in a trench coat? <laughs> Only the front half. <laughs> Is there anything else important about you that you want to uh, say? <laughs> I also voiced Basira Hussain in the Magnus Archives. Okay. She's yes. probably more relevant. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. Right. This is the Halloween episode. It is. Uh, it's spooky. Except it's definitely it's, not really hot and basically not August. August. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine that we are in a basement and I've like set up skulls and candles and stuff like that. Um, oh, what's that? that? A flock of bats? <laughs> 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 
mean? Oh. And yet, yeah, they're eyeballs. Why would your bats have three wings? And, and yet still preferable to that hot recording room. Thank yes. goodness we're not there. Yeah. I hate that place. Thank goodness. <laughs> right. What we're playing today is something called Apocalypse World. And it is a Powered by the Apocalypse game in which the world has ended. Hooray! Woo. Checks out. Yeah. Um, it's it is set in about three weeks <laughs> time from the recording. <laughs> it's set in 2021. <laughs> Technically, in the game, it has been so long ago that no one can really remember what it was like before. In fact, there's actually one of the characters you can choose is called a Maestro D because people got Maestro and Meta D mixed up. <laughs> so this is going to be some setting and character creation. The name of the adventure I'm going to run is called The Kindness of Strangers, which may or may not be as sinister as it sounds. It depends <laughs> on what the people in this room decide and anything could happen, really, with the people in this room. <laughs> Shall we introduce our characters? Oh, yes. yes All right, yes, then. Yes. Alex, tell me who you're playing. Okay. How much detail would you like? Would you like... Aesthetics? Ooh. Would you like hard stats? What would you What would you like, Helen? I think you should give name, class, look, and like just like what kind of stuff you're going to be doing. Okay, cool. So, so like most Pile of the Apocalypse games, there's a, a sheet for each character which lists a bunch of mechanical options, but also a bunch of like look uh, and feel options as well. So a yeah. lot of these are, are assembled off a off a checklist that's given to us by the playbook. Yes, but also you can have like you have freedom yeah. to choose whatever you want. Absolutely. Just suggestions. So I, I used most of the presets apart from name because I wanted the name talk. Okay. I am a savvy head. Uh, my look is, I think it's, there's male, female and transgressing. So, yeah. of course, immediately transgressing because that's the cool one. <laughs> I have scrounge and tech is my look. Uh, <laughs> so you can pick different types of look. So one of them is like tech and tech. One of them is scrounge and tech. One of them is vintage and tech. Mine is scrounge and tech. Oh. So, you know, it's things like if you're going to make a drone, you know, bones of dead animals, very light and good to you. So I, I got a kind of scrounge and tech vibe going on. I have a expressive face because, you know, I don't get judged by the things that I repurpose into things I need. Uh, I have squinty eyes because all of the work is dark and no one will let me use a light. I don't know why. And I have a strange body. Uh, <laughs> that is the description. It was like, are you muscular? Are you tall? Ooh, strange. Yes, please. So I have a strange body. What that means, I'm not going to tell you. What kind of stuff does a savvy head do? So what a savvy head does is they're kind of the mech heads, but they have a sort of empath vibe to them as well mm -hmm. it's like it's a little bit muddy it's kind of like their brief one-liner is if there's one thing there's a word that goes before there that i'm not gonna say uh, <laughs> yeah there, one, there is some swearing yeah. in the they're in swearing the, in on the book, almost every single we'll be, sheet we'll be editing Naughty it out uh, as we go oh no, also no, we're just really upset by fracking <laughs> yeah we yeah, can say fracking. if there is one fracking that's, that's what led to that's, the apocalypse <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what killed the world. That's yeah. what we say when we're Bad angry. Words. Yeah. Mm. Well, if there's one Goram fracking thing <laughs> that you can count on in Apocalypse World, it's things break. <gasps> I think the implication is that I fixed them, not that I broke them. <laughs> <laughs> so you said yeah. your thing was like scrounge and tech. So, and then you gave an example about a drone. So now I'm imagining that you have like a drone strapped to you somehow, somewhere. So, I mean, a bone. Basically, <gasps> clothes. Oh, like a stick because it can't fly. <laughs> a bone drone. <laughs> clothes are a vehicle with which I can transport the junk pile that is my life. Okay, got it. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Got it. Hope you all have a good image of that. They aren't there to keep me warm. They are there because that's what pockets have to be attached to. I tried attaching them to me. <laughs> it didn't work as well as I'd hoped. Oh, gross. I have a strange body. <laughs> <laughs> we failed flesh pockets. Correct! Oh, I told lovely. you too soon. Oh, my word. <laughs> So, Lydia, tell us about your character. Hi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, the voice. That's the voice. I'm Grub Tolltaker. Grub Tolltaker. Grub Tolltaker. Grub is big and round and bald and pale, uh, like a grub. Uh, they would be cuddly if you could get close and live. In In terms of the look list stuff I've kind of gone with uh, there's man I oh, see I have more options than you do gender wise I got man woman ambiguous transgressing or concealed ah, oh. yeah. and <laughs> everyone's like oh I could go with one of those genders grub is probably on the ambiguous side but uh they are like a woman and what do they do they they well she is a gun lugger and that means that basically she's tough as nails. I got flavoured text about Apocalypse World being mean, ugly and violent and everything's broken down. And the thing is, Grub is kind of like, like you think of them as sort of a Santa type figure, except they bring pain. Um, <laughs> Krampus. Uh, Futurama Santa. Yeah, they bring Ooh. solutions to your problems, so long as the problem <laughs> and the solution is violence. Yes. Yeah, they've got a lot of guns. So, like, I've got one frack-off big gun, that's literally the name of it, two serious guns and a backup gun, and that's just, like, my base gear. <laughs> that's my base gear. Guns uh, on guns. Guns on guns. <laughs> and their armour is it is a mix between scrounged and custom homemade because they've taken bits of what the base is made up of mm -hmm. and turned those into armour. So it looks like... Uh, chest plate is kind of an old propeller, stuff like that. Fab. Mm, okay. I think that's, yeah, they go beat people up. Yep. Yes. Mechanically, I'm battle hardened and blood crazed and Ooh. insano like Drano. <laughs> wow. Good grief. That is. So, we'll learn more about the base when we come to Bryn's character. Yes. So, I'm going to do Frank first. Okay. Who are you? My name is Sundown. Mm -hmm. I am the Brainer. <laughs> yeah, lovely. I'm kind of a, you know, an ambiguous sort. You know, no one really knows what gender I am. And I'm also kind of so deeply unsettling, no one really cares. <laughs> yeah. so, quite small and slight, but you can't really tell because of the piles of Arctic wear they're wearing all the time <laughs> underground. I love it! <laughs> yes! The, 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 pla the, the place we live being canonically the bottom of a dried up sea. <laughs> yep. oh Arctic wear. Love it. Yeah. Brilliant. Are we in the Arctic? No, it's presumably quite warm underground. <laughs> <laughs> Closer an option and your option is Arctic wear. <laughs> yep. yeah, it's all good. What does a brainer do? I suppose I'll just go with the flavour text. Brainers okay. are the weird psychic mind fracks of the apocalypse world. They have brain control, puppet strings, creepy hearts, dead souls, and eyes like broken things. I would like to point out, though, that I've picked Sweet Face for mine. So, you know, they're actually quite nice to look oh, at. Oh, you're Ice Climbers! You're the Ice Climbers from, oh, uh, from the from, Wii uh, thing. Yeah, from... Oh, my God. S Smash. Yeah, uh, I was thinking about that, and I was like, what? how is that scary? Sweet Face, Arctic Gear. Now, imagine an Ice Climber... Uh, who can look into your brain! And yeah. lives underground in a hole. 
I mean, that's cute. <laughs> I want to take him home. It is. That's why I'm so good at getting the secrets. <laughs> uh, don't yeah, you, worry. You don't actually one. scan people's brains. You just go, ooh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, oh, let me tell you everything. Get out. I want to peel off my skin. <laughs> Horror elements. <laughs> All righty then. Now, Bryn, who are you playing? Right, I I am playing the Hardholder, and in Apocalypse World, the Hardholders are the only semblance left of authority. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to play this character. <laughs> <laughs> I own the base where we presumably all live, unless anyone is just travelling through. I would not recommend living outside yeah. of the base. <laughs> so every, all the other characters you live in my base. Everything. And I have a gang as well. My character's name is Nye. But the members of my gang uh, refer to me as Grandma. In a terrified tone? Uh, That's kind of up to them, I guess. (laughs) Do we count as your gang? So, only women are allowed in my gang. So other people are just my, you know, my holders who, you know, yeah, I let them live here and I probably defend them and stuff. And maybe, you know, there's monetary exchange but they're not technically part of the gang. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. So through various choices I've made off the uh, the holding checklist, I can tell you that the holding as a whole contains about 120 people, mm-hmm. which makes it a medium holding. My gang is only small. My gang is 20 people, yeah. uh, and they're all women. Mm-hmm. And me and Helen have uh, fleshed out some details with the base before recording, and what we've said is the place we live is the bottom of a dried-up sea. So... We actually live inside a massive ship that has been partially reclaimed and was filled with silt and has been buried under layers of earth. So we have dug down into the bottom of this seabed, found this old boat and started to reclaim it as for use as living quarters. Uh, and that's 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 the base that we all live in. So it's underground, under it's been dug out of the silt, and it's it, we've got the trappings of this very old, in very poor repair ship, and a very large ship as well. We're we talking like container ship. Are we talking We're like probably talking aircraft tanker? carrier. Okay. I think there's, there's it's so it's slightly but we military. Haven't, we haven't dug it all out yet, so part no. of it is still full of silt. Yeah, right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. like it. So, to, uh, and the reason I've gone for a, a military field is because I run my gang like a small military unit. So, nice. uh, my description is I'm a woman. One of my options for wear, which I just had to go with, was junta wear, oh, as yeah. in military junta who's, you know, taken over a small country. I have never heard that word before. Yeah, it's a cool one. It's yeah. a wicked word. Uh, and I, I, I would like to add a kind of a, na- a slightly naval twist because, okay. you know, I f- basically <laughs> I found some old naval uniforms. Do you have a hat? I don't think I do have a hat. Oh, I really want you to have an admiral. Mm. No, <laughs> I don't have a hat. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've got... So I, I'm also thinking, you know, I have a, a like a, a military haircut. So like very short, sharp, grey hair. But is it what you think was a military haircut? No, so it, it it's actually a... Okay, yeah. okay, okay. good to know. So I have a stern face, sharp eyes and a fat body. And yeah, so I'm I'm pretty old in terms of Apocalypse World, because not that many people live into old age. And I'm not, like, old, old, but... You made it past 20. <laughs> I mean, 60-something, maybe. 60-ish, yeah. Like, early 60s, probably. Nice. Members of my gang refer to me as Grandma. Oh, can Grub be in can your you gang? tell me a bit about... Yeah, tell me about your gang. So I think Grub is probably in my gang. Grub it sounds like, it sounds like Grub gang. is in my gang. gang. So my gang is 20 people, small. They are well-disciplined. We have a sophisticated and extensive armoury. 
Ooh. Uh, well, that explains a lot. But they are a bunch of fracking hyenas. Ah, what uh, does that so mean? So we get quite... The, they, they have the want savagery. Ooh, I like I what's implied them. by the fact that it's an all-woman gang that are hyenas. That's yeah. a, that's an interesting... There's yeah. a lot there that will not go very heart of darkness with it. I mean, I, I'm only partially inspired by uh, Furiosa from Mad Max. Makes sense. I, try, I tried not to just take her in entirety because she's one of the coolest characters in any film ever. But, uh, you know, obviously there, there's some slight influence there. You change the hair so it's completely different. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, basically. Um, what I like is, like, they're hyenas and they're laughing. Uh, is everyone terrified of them because they think they'll laugh at them? Like, like the kind of, like, if they're all, like, women being, like... Probably. I want, I want yeah. to battle girls. crazed and giggly. Yeah, oh I, think, I think this is pretty perfect. <laughs> I think I think me, me, and, uh, uh, me and Grub are... Best friends. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> the last thing I want to add from the checklist I selected thing is the base has a manufactory, which is probably where talk comes in. Well, so yes. your workshop is essentially part of the holdings manufactory. So we create goods. And so sometimes when we trade with other holdings, we're trading stuff that we've made. It's probably worth me then saying what's in my workspace slash manufactory. So you probably don't necessarily work solo, but you might have your own private area within the yeah. larger section. So in terms of my workspace, I have a garage. You know, they're, they're very useful. A controlled growing environment, because I'm convinced hydroponics is going to be the next big thing. With a dried out sea? Yes. Okay. I think I probably the problem, and flying, yeah, the problem is about. you keep using the water from outside which is a dried up sea so it's all brine so you're just like, I'll, put, <laughs> yeah. I'll just keep the plants more in the right yeah, just brine. Brine. Well, one of the other things we decided on, on this seabed there's a there's what used to be a seafloor canyon like a really patch of deep sea where there is still some horrible briny water running in but it's basically kind of a large river water what makes life happen more water <laughs> what makes more life happen just need more water. There, there, there's a whole process for deciding yeah, his, history salty. and stuff, but I, I think I'd probably let uh, Sundown live in the holding because I'm scared of them. There is one last thing I should <laughs> mention from my workspace. <laughs> the last thing from my workspace I would like to mention, I have a relic of the Golden Age past. Ooh. What is it? Well, given that it's an aircraft carrier, bear with me on this one. I'm going to go with... <laughs> no, bear, bear with me on this one. It's a fighter jet that I'm fairly convinced is some kind of drilling device. <laughs> yeah, because when you found it, the nose was pointed down. down. And there was a hole there and like a crater. So I'm pretty certain if I can just get it to work, we can use it to drill more tunnels faster. But I don't know how. And, and these bits definitely could spin. They if spin. I could put, work out how to spin. hook them up to a they power source. They obviously spin. Definitely to... Yeah, to drill stuff. Maybe it's a helicopter. I don't know, but it's it's some kind of thing. No. I just, I'm, definitely a okay. Definitely I think a jet. That's hilarious. It's yes. a jet that I'm convinced I can make dig through the earth. I can just make it work. I, I just wish that we could have got the cameras working because Helen's like parade of expression. <laughs> don't push me. Don't push me. You're gonna push me. I am pushed. Push. I've landed. I'll, I'll allow it. Don't push me. <laughs> Not where I thought you were going with that. Yeah, no, it's there's, there's some kind of of, of, of drilling device. I, I love the idea <laughs> that it could carrier. actually fly if one button was pressed. <laughs> that's not. No, 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 that's no, not no. what you're trying to do. I mean, that probably like make that. it go up. Why would you want why, it to go up? Yeah, it's was, a drilling device. It's got almost nothing wrong with it. If it, it wasn't a drilling device, fly. why would it be underground yeah. in this large underground <laughs> drilling device hangar? 
You've got to think, guys. You've got to think. <laughs> okay. Oh, One no. more detail. Did we break your game yet, Helen? No. Good. We have death. <laughs> <laughs> also because I purposely made it so that no matter what you did to the setting, my threat is still going to happen. Nice. Yeah. And it's going to happen in this, <laughs> this recording. Right, so one more detail I will add is that from time to time you hear stomping up above because there are big things outside and that's why people generally don't go outside. We, we go outside for as short a time as possible to occasionally fish or trade. Yes. And we avoid it as often to <laughs> And the doing fish it. are horrible. Yeah. yeah. We have a fisherman and we have a scavenger among the people who live here. There's also a bartender. Oh, cool. <laughs> Can you make vile, vile alcohol? Also, there is a bar. He's not just a really sad out <laughs> <laughs> Who sits there yeah, with all these flare the skills old, that It's the old use. mess hall. <laughs> of course. Ten forward. Yes, because you have to oh, get food. Bren. <laughs> I don't know what that means, so I'm going to skip past it. It was okay. excellent. So, it is... Oh, it's it's a time. We have to decide the history. Ooh! That's another mechanical part of the game. So there's, oh, my gosh. There's a mechanical mechanism for deciding how all the characters know each other. I'm so excited to get started. Yes, <laughs> so, history is exactly what Bryn just said. You just explained it very well. In fact, let's start with Sundown, because you have some interesting history stuff to do with each character, because you're a mind reader. Yep. Uh, it basically means how well do you know people? Okay. One of you has knowingly or unknowingly slept in my presence before. <laughs> <laughs> so You watched us sleep, yes. is what you're saying. Yes, yes that, that is a possibility. One of them I have been watching carefully in secret for some time. <laughs> and one of you just doesn't like me for some reason, probably because yeah. I'm creepy and small. Just so you know, generally these are shared out. But if you want, all three of those can be one person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I probably don't like you, given Aww. the histories I've got. Sorry. Anyone want to take being watched or being observed while sleeping? <laughs> I'm happy to have been watched. Okay. But so you want no, to know I about think. It? Well, I, well, that's the thing. I wouldn't have known about it. I wait. No, maybe you would have seen me sleeping because I mean, I'm sure that like the talk would be more interesting to watch. Grub just goes around laughing and killing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go with what I'm told. Will you? Will you really? Is that? Does that sound like you? <laughs> I have violated none I... of the basic parameters of your world, <laughs> and that—that's winning. Helen. <laughs> that's so, an Alex promise. <laughs> so these relationships are not necessarily reflexive, which means that we there's a system by which we tell people numbers and we also write down our own numbers. And so, yeah, so so there should be there, um, a there... thing for your histories with others, and yeah. then a thing for people's histories with you. That was for your histories with us, was it? Which would you rather? Yeah. Would you rather be watched while you sleep, or would you rather be examined closely? I, I mean, you can be none as well. I think yeah. entirely fair. Watch, watch while asleep, which is, I think, possibly unusual because no one else has ever seen Grub sleep. Mm. Okay, mm. to maintain their air of menace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to get over that laugh. So it's I'm so under, good. what, constant observation, basically? Yeah. Oh, you're all supposed to give me a number, so I guess that's in your history. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. well, if I just start with mine, so I choose whether I am by nature generous with trust and resources or reserved. I am reserved, and so I tell everyone to write down zero. So there may be rules on your sheet which modify that number, mm -hmm. but unless you apply one of your own things to that, your your history with me is zero. Okay. Ah, yes, Frank. So you should have said that everyone has HX minus one with yes. you. Yes. 
Ah, so my relationship with Sundown is minus one. Yes. My relationship with Nye is currently zero. Yeah. Yes. And those are the reasons why that is the case. But Sundown's relationships with each of you are whatever the numbers you yeah. just wrote down. Ah, so it could be where, like, Nye has a relationship of minus one with everyone, but mine has plus ten to the person who mm. gives you resources, let's yeah. say, yeah. arbitrarily, whatever. And it's not necessarily how much you like them or don't like them, it's how well you know them. Yeah. yeah. Ah. I'm with you. Yeah. And I'm so, with you. yeah, it's to do with things that have happened in the past between your two characters. Well, a good hatred can yeah. take years of careful work <laughs> to uh, really so, build. You know? So I, I, ha- I have two modifiers to apply to the, the numbers that people give me. So since Frank has just given me uh, a minus one base, I'm going to modify that by saying that Sundown once betrayed or stole from me. Oh! And I have history plus three with you. Honestly, there's three of you, so there's no point in me even taking your numbers because I just ignore it and write plus three to everyone. <laughs> yeah. Mind you, reader. You know people well. Yeah. yeah. It starts to make sense now. So yeah. your, your base number for Sundown is minus one. Uh-huh. Your base number for Nye is zero. Is zero. Okay. But you may have a thing on your sheet which can yeah, modify I'm, those. I've got so lots. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. We've already established that Lid is part of my gang and one of my other histories is one of the other characters has been with you since before. Whatever number that player tells you, add one and then write it down. So whatever number Lydia gives me, I'm going to add one before I write it down. Yes. So I've got a bunch of these. One of them is, one of them has fought shoulder to shoulder with you. Tell that player H plus two. So I think that's you. Okay, and I'm increasing that. Oh, okay. Mm. Choose which one of them you think is the prettiest, and I think that that is probably nigh. But what about my fleshy pockets? <laughs> <laughs> so that's okay. another plus two. Oh, wow. So my history with you is plus five. Yeah. Wow. Is that allowed? choices are the best choices. I think it's allowed. I also awesome. have... One of them is one of them left you bleeding and did nothing for you. I think <laughs> Rob would already have killed that person. <laughs> yeah, you don't, I don't think you have to apply these. I don't have these. to use yeah. that. Then everyone else H is naught apart from there's one that I think is the smartest. Uh, and so whatever that person tells you, add one to it. And I think that's going to be talk. Well, the, the thing is, I think they're probably terrified of sundown, but not... Mm, do they think, or do they think talk is an idiot? Uh, yeah, they probably think Sundown's the cleverest. Yeah. Okay. Okay, there's no limit on Hex. I just look that Nice. Okay. Yep. Let's see how high those numbers can go. Uh, so yeah. is that is is that reflexive as well? So you tell me plus two for fighting shoulder to shoulder. Right, yeah. You tell me plus two for being prettiest. Yes. You you only get, have to write down whatever number I tell you. Yeah. You can't modify that. So unfortunately, you only have minus one with me, weirdly. What? Unless you oh also gosh. think I'm the smartest. Yeah, because your your only way of modifying the number a player tells you is to think that they're the smartest. Uh, well, I think that she thinks that Nye's the smartest, so we're at a great big old naught. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm so it's unrequited oh as frack. <laughs> uh, all right. Is that all? I mean, it, you know, my character can think you're great. What it, what it means... What it means is you don't necessarily know me that well, but I clearly know you super well. well you're so. a good leader, apparently. Yeah. 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 This means you can probably read people well. So, Lid, is that all of yours? That is all of mine. And now time for yours. I'm going to choose the character that I find most strange, and that person gets <laughs> plus one. It's you. What? Sorry, sorry, to be clear, it's nigh. The reason being, the, the, the others I get, which is that everyone's broken and needs fixing, right? <laughs> nigh... Apparently keeps running things, okay, and also Weird. like won't give me unlimited access to resources, which is <laughs> frankly bizarre. 
I don't get it. So is that is that you telling so, me plus one? Plus one to you. Okay. I tell everyone else minus one because I'm kind of strange myself. Yeah. And is that all of yours? I then have stuff on others' turns to like the modify things. Okay. So, choose the character I figure for the biggest potential problem. Whatever number that player tells me, give it a plus one. Nigh. Because <laughs> you don't give me the resources I need. So I told you minus one, so you're modifying that to zero. Correct. At which point, then, everyone else, whatever number they told me, I give it a minus one um, <laughs> because I've got other stuff to do and other stuff to learn than you guys. You people are a distraction. So I get a minus one to... So, oh, God, we have a minus two. We do not know one another. Oh, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know you at all. My favorite thing about this is that it's so asymmetrical. Yeah. So you get this. Uh, at the end, I find the character with the highest on my sheet. I ask that player which of my stats is most interesting and highlight it. Uh, yeah, highlighting is mostly to do with experience. Do you want us to do yeah. it in this session? I think because we're only doing a one-shot. Let's be honest, folks. Given the history, it is very likely that none of us will survive this. <laughs> That's the plan. I will try not to murder you all. I will. And in the game, I will also try not to murder you all with the big monsters. <laughs> and I think on that note, we're going to take a little break. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Oh, welcome back. All right, so we are in the weird buried ship place. Can you all tell me, well, we'll start with Nye. Where are you and what are you doing at the moment? I have an office where I basically do administration. Like, I had to do inventory. You know, I have to keep track of, you know, how much food we've got and how long it's going to last mm -hmm. and what projects we might need to work on in order to keep trade flowing just enough to keep us all you know, eating and keep the keep the lights on, yeah. you know, which is a combination of some electric lights, some gas lights and some fire. Can I also ask you a question about Got the entrance? a little entrance? bit of everything. Yeah. So we've dug down, so I'm assuming yes. it's a hole. Basically, yeah. There's, prob okay. there's probably more than one as well. There's mm -hmm. probably like one large tunnel enough to drive a vehicle down mm -hmm. and probably a couple of smaller tunnels where people can climb in and out could, if they need to. Could, could... But so they, they are they are guarded basically all the time. That's what okay. that's one of the main duties of the gang is guarding the entrance tunnels. So you said that there's a canyon. It could be that part of the metal of the ship sticks out like this ship crashed down into the canyon. The water used to be much, much higher. So that's how we knew there was a ship there and uh. then dug in and found a hole. Yeah, maybe a tiny bit is poking out into the into the uh Okay. Yeah. I was just checking to know how easy it is to get out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hundreds no. of years ago, we sealed ourselves into a featureless cube. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be going well. So, Nye's in their office. Sundown, where are you? Wherever talk is. Talk, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> I am working on the device. 
What's the device? The device? It is my relic from the old world which sits within my workspace. Mm. I'm fairly certain that plants are the key. It needs more plants in it. If I could just get enough plants in it, it'll hit critical mass and drill. So that's where I am. I'm working on the device. Fab. And Grub. (laughs) Grub is on watch outside the food storage area, or one of the food storage areas, because I assume that there are different things. She's standing up, leaning on the biggest of her many guns. I assume the machine gun. Seeming relaxed, but actually, as always, the machi- on alert. The machine gun was once a weapon emplacement on the ship, <gasps> yes, and you literally massive. ripped it off, and you now carry it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> grub is massive, but also, as I've said, very pale, like yeah. a grub. <laughs> I want you to know, I understand it's a machine gun. In my head cannon, Grubby's now walking around with just a mounted turret <laughs> that they just pinked up. Probably not, probably not quite that big. It is mechanically a frack-off big gun. Yeah, like, <laughs> yes. In my mental picture, sure. I have that. Right. Which of you is nearest to the surface? I'd be happy to be that person, you know? Apparently, it has recently come to my attention, plants occasionally need light. I think I think you are. I think the, the workshop where there is this strange ancient device must have been quite near the main deck of the ship. Well, presumably so, so you know, because why would you want really deep tunnels? <laughs> you know, it's got to be fairly near the top because, you know, up tunnels are a thing. So, yeah, there you go. I'm, I'm, I'm perilously close to the top. There you go. Good. That's what I choose. Perilously close. Talk. There is a rumbling in the distance and it's increasing and then there's banging, stamping, stampeding. It's all above you. Maybe like some dust and silt begins to rain down. It approaches, it approaches, it approaches. The rest of you are beginning to hear it. Everything is shaking. Everything is like raining down soil. Then there's a crash. Boom. That's what it makes. No. Uh. <laughs> you see a couple of guards come running past. Like, what? What? You receive, um, that, sorry, that's nigh. Two guards suddenly burst into your room. <laughs> what was that? There are people, there are people outside. How many? New people. Five. Well, four, and then one's lying down. Is, is there anyone outside the compound? Just them. And like some kind of broken vehicle thing. And they're trying to get in. Are they hostile? Dunno. They were trying to get in. They were just like... Ah. Fine, I'll, I'll come to the gate. I, I will swing by. I know where Grub is on guard, because I know the shift patterns. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll swing by, because Grub is the best I've got. Uh, so I'll swing, by, I'll swing by where Grub's on, and then head yeah up the... Probably up the vehicle tunnel to, to the gate at the top. Are you going to investigate Talk? Since you're... <laughs> See, nearby. Talk's a bit of a weird one. What Talk's currently doing is collecting all of the dust that has come down and is looking to see if that's where the noise came from. Also, you know, dust is useful. You can use it for loads of stuff, like, okay. like sanding things and piling things. So, yeah, Talk's just currently really examining the dirt that fell as a result of the noises. Lovely. Sundown, you are also you are witnessing the dirt sorting. <laughs> yeah, I think Talk's going to be useless. Okay. Uh, for anything interesting. <laughs> so you're going to stay or I'm going to follow the guards and see what's going on. In fact, you're right, dirt sorting. I think I'm putting it in uh, alphabetical order. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I'm doing with the dirt. <laughs> oh, Alex. Okay, that's fine. This is all fine. All right, so the other three of you <laughs> are running up to the surface. So you reach 
the opening, the two guards are there first. There's a small black lady backed up with a much bigger white lady. They are wearing armour. They look distressed. The small black lady says, come on, we need to get in, we need help out here. It's hell. Where did you come from? What was the shaking? Grob is standing in front of Nye with the machine gun readied and pointed at these two. Oh boy. We're being chased. You've got to let us in. Like we need we need to get in and my my mum, my mum, my mum's been hit. She's dying. Fine. You can take shelter here, but you give up your weapons until we trust you. Fine. Okay. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I unlock the gate. Fab. So, this little lady here is why I'm not allowed to be leader. <laughs> campaign will end there. This little lady enters. As she passes, you see that she has had a, a recent deep cut along her head and it has been stapled back together. Mm. <laughs> um, Are you sure about this, Grandma? <laughs> she is followed by the large white lady who has one eye and is carrying a motherly figure who is sort of like swaddled up like clearly bleeding grey hair they are then followed by almost unnoticeable they're so unremarkable thin Indian dude and an Asian wiry lady covered in oil with a metal leg and she seems extremely hyperactive she is immediately like oh cool this is great Helen can we follow that gang (laughs) (laughs) your characters are better than our characters <laughs> Look, we, we, we don't have much in the way of medical facilities. Um, don't you have a healer? Well, rudimentary at best. You have a healer. <laughs> Bryn knows that. <laughs> I can't promise anything. Your vehicle cannot stay there. One of you needs to take it down to the hangar. Yeah, well, we can't we can't move it out by ourselves anyway. You'll have to help us bring it in because it might get like trampled or something out there. What is out there? What was shaking the ground? Some... Monster! It nearly, it nearly crushed us. Fine. The, the, the vehicle is a sign of where we are. Get it into the tunnel at the very least. Okay. Looks. Um, she gestures at the large lady. Go and find some help. You got some guards. You got like people to push. We'll, we'll oh, help. Van? Stay. Okay. Stay here. As I said, no, no, no weapons in the compound until you have shown yourselves to be trustworthy. You're very pushy for a guest. Well. I don't think you're in any place to judge. It's all right for you. You're down here. You're safe. We've yeah. been out here for years. You want to stay out there? No. Mm. Please, come on. Mm. Still pointing down a machine gun yeah. directly um, at them. I point to the two strongest looking ones out of these five people. I'm going to let Grub keep watching them and I'm going to get me and the other two guards mm-hmm. to, sh- to and the whichever two I select out of these five to shove the vehicle inside the tunnel at the very least so it's not in plain sight on 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 the uh, above ground so that means Lux and Zhang who is the hyperactive lady who is covered in oil they get out and push accompanied by your guards I assume yeah okay so me me and two of the guards but I'm leaving even though Grub would be better at this I'm leaving them with their machine gun over the remainder okay because I am not generous with my trust that's very fair. In the meantime, Nina begins depositing knives. She has quite a lot of them. They're oh, almost rivaling your collection, Sundan. But, but not quite. Can you ever get rid of enough? 
<laughs> Nina does not have infinite knives. But some Don't let talk know that we can violate conservation of mass. <laughs> <laughs> it won't go well. Okay, all right. They come in. Are you going to get the medic to help? Yeah. Because um, like, this lady's just lying on the ground now. Yes, the, the, the injured woman, we will get to the, to, to the, the medical bay and <laughs> let the medic, the medic help them. The rest of them we will put in a single cabin and watch. And you said that it's it's four women and one Indian sort of dude. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets extra attention. I'm way more distrustful of him than any of the four women because he's all quiet. Because oh, he's a dude. Because he's a dude. Oh, that's yeah. I I understand that. I'll give them all like cursory pat downs for hidden weapons, but he gets okay. a slightly more aggressive one. So, uh, Grandma, um, do you want me to stay outside the door and watch? I would appreciate that, Grub. Thank you. <laughs> okay. No worries. You, you get a rare smile. <laughs> so just so you know, Nina has given over all her weapons. Lux has given over two enormous guns. Again, not as big as yours. Yes, but good. Still pretty big. Neither of the two others. So this is Zhang, who is the their mechanic, and Ravi, who's the little Indian dude. Neither of them have any weapons. Well, Zhang has like some tools. Sure. But nothing else. And obviously there's an unconscious lady on the floor. So I'm assuming <laughs> Yeah, I mean she yeah, she like I said, she she'll get taken to the medical bay. Fantastic. While the others are just in a cabin. Right. Tell me wh- where did you come from and how did you find us? Just Look, I guess we saw this hole. We were just we were we were just running, and we had to take the the first opportunity we had. I mean, didn't you see it? No, we're stuck down here. We don't have much visual information about the surface. Well, lucky for you. Indeed. What what was that? You said a monster. How, how big? What did it look like? Huge. It was like. Um, you ever seen a truck? Yes. It was like three of those. And it's got lots of teeth, and we didn't spend a lot of time looking at it because we started running. Fair. Can I make the read a person action? You can indeed. When you read a person, roll plus sharp on a 10 plus, hold three. That's uh, three questions. Yeah. On a seven. T- so what you got? Uh, I rolled a nine, and my sharp is plus two, so 11. Ooh. So on the, I have the 10 plus. So your questions are are they telling the truth? What are they really feeling? What do they intend to do? What do they wish you'd do? How can you get them to do sure. whatever you want them to do? So, yeah, so I engaged them in conversation for a while uh, mm-hmm. about how, basically how they got there. So I want to know what they intend to do. They intend to stay for as long as possible because they do not want to go back out there. Okay, uh, and what do they wish I'd do? They hope that you can strike some kind of bargain. Yeah, and I guess what are they really feeling as well? They are very scared like clearly they are like battle weathered and they've been outside which you didn't know people still did yeah because you've been down here for a very long time yeah but they've had enough this is like the final straw if they basically i will gradually warm to them you know i do not object to new people joining the holding but i am suspicious at first and yeah, I don't trust easily. I'm not super generous, but I am willing. Like, you know, they can, they can, yeah, they can join the population and live here forever if they prove themselves. And so I, I will kind of make that relatively clear to them, and I'll gradually, I'll gradually warm to them a bit and be a bit less kind of icy and uh, stern. 
Fantastic. As we as we chat a bit. Do you at any time tell Grub to take the gun away from pointing directly at them? <laughs> I'll probably give you a nod okay. at some point rather than say it yep, yep. outright. And then Grub will put the yeah. weapon down. But it's still yeah. still still we're, in Grub's we're still hands. both we're still both suspicious because they've only just got here. Yeah. But we might gradually relax a little. Okay. Talk, I'm gonna jump over to you I because have... mm-hmm. you now have a new van to play with. <gasps> and there's a I think the mechanic will have accompanied Okay, good because to know. they need to get it fixed. It's like it's been bashed by the monster outside. Yeah, I mean once once we've sort of sorted out where they came from, what their intentions are, mm-hmm. and we we've confirmed they gave up their weapons when asked and stuff, like once a level of trust has been established, we might start to yeah, let them with supervision visit their injured team member and check on their van and stuff like that. They won't get their weapons back yet though. Okay. They don't mind For that. a little while, yeah. Okay. Alright, so I, you've got a van to play with. Uh, I, I distractedly put down my 1670th expedition request to Nye, this time to find more dirt because I couldn't <laughs> find sufficient that could be labelled Q and oh, I think that's worth investigating. No. However, there's a van. Is there someone with the van? Yes, that is Zhang, who is the mechanic. She's she's so she's so super excited. She's like, oh my gosh, she's got all this equipment. Injured in any way? No, she's fine. How's the van looking? (gasps) The van is fracked. Okay, I immediately (laughs) go over to the van, ignoring Zhang entirely, going, "Oh, what happened to you, my poor dear? (laughs) Oh my god, they've been treating you so. You're in a safe place, my darling. Oh my goodness. You were safe safe in my hands. Who are you? I'm Zang. This, this is my what van. Did you do? Oh, you poor baby. This is my baby. Unless Zang physically restrains me, I begin doing the care and attention that I believe of all things need, which being broken down to their base components <laughs> and then reconstituted. I will begin deconstructing this van in the most caring way I know how. She is definitely going to stop you from taking it apart. Like, no, you meant to fix it. I am fixing it, you know. You gotta, you gotta, you got to get things down into their their absolute core. Um, what's the word? Well, uh, mints. Okay. <laughs> and once you got them in their mints, you put the mints back together. No, 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 you fix the months that are already there. You can't fix Why them. Why am I saying months? That's not a word. Munts, yeah. Who are you? You see this? Holds up a skull. That's a mint. Uh, you see this? Holds up a rock. That's a mint. I no, ship what? it. <laughs> I, I proceed to just have a blazing row that the correct way to fix anything is to break it down into its base components and Enemies make something to lovers, new. slow burn. <laughs> she is going to... She will start hitting you if you continue. Not, like, punching you, but she's going to start, like, smacking you, like, like smacking your hand every time you reach out. It's like, no, 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 um, don't do that, don't do that. I think I'd like to go... One of my guards will be in the room, probably. Okay. Just because they're still newcomers at this point. Okay. They're not going to get involved unless they're, like, asked to. <laughs> no no one really likes talk that much. <laughs> when do they ever like my characters? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'd like to... See, squabble isn't an action, so I'd like to go <laughs> aggro on the understanding that what I'm intending to do is squabble. Mm-hmm. For two reasons. Aggro. One, I genuinely yeah. do think that I need to deconstruct this thing into basements and then put them back together. And number two, I, I kind of like a good squabble. You know, Nye keeps running a tight ship. No one will squabble with me anymore. It is a tight ship. He's right. I do run a tight ship. And it is. Yeah. It's like because it's wedged into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Okay. So would that be going aggro? It depends. I think you're trying to seize by force because you're trying to gain control over the van. I yeah. think you're trying I'm, to seize uh, yeah. the van by force. I think force. that's fair. I think that's a good idea. Okay. 
So, so I'm just looking for seized by force. So it's uh, You're hard, hard. So it's minus one. <laughs> nice. So I'm rolling two d six. Yes. Oh. Six. Oh. Oh dear. Okay. That is a miss. That so the, is the three. Miss. The three conditions in any power by pocket system are a strong hit, a weak hit, and a miss. Yeah, the last one is the best one. <laughs> You're saying that I failed to seize by force a vehicle that someone cares and loves by just squabbling at them for a while, <laughs> whilst increasingly loudly yelling the word "munt" at them. <laughs> are you keeping an eye on like all the other members? Like, would they be allowed like to walk around? Not not freely yet. Like they can go, okay. they can go to their vehicle, or they can go to their injured team member, or they can stay in the cabin for now. Okay, that's, fine. That's the amount of freedom, and they can't, they can't go anywhere unaccompanied for the first day or so. I am not going to have looks come in and knock you out then. Oh, okay. <laughs> but what's the most precious thing that you have in your workspace? Surely the device. Anything that is even <laughs> peripherally near the device is precious and far more precious than the rest of this place and it's people Junk. if that's what you choose to call them <laughs> then at some point during your squabbling and you're talking about important things and months she figures out that the device is important and she will run over to it and start hitting it with a hammer no no <laughs> what are you doing that's yes no, this is what no, you're telling me to do no, man this no, is how bad it is no, yeah do you like no, that clunk do you like this no, clunk, stop, clunk, clunk. you stop you stop right now <laughs> I think talk just starts to cry <laughs> <laughs> Talk has no coping skills. Talk just starts to cry and stamp their foot. I think on that note, we're going to end the episode. <laughs> no, no, you yes. leave my drill alone, he says at the large, the large jet. All right. We shall be back next week. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial share-alike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by April Sumner. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit rustyquill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill, visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at rustyquill.com. Join our community on the Discord via the website or on Reddit at r slash rustyquill. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I am your host, Helen Gould, and with me today I have... Tell us your name. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. We normally normally let the guests go last to establish a pattern. pattern. Uh, Oh, do we? I see what you're going for. Okay, let's do this again. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today... I'm here to tell you about The Programme. The Programme audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The Programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart.
Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for the Programme Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode.